Afghanistan. Known worldwide for many things, unfortunate things like war, terrorism, cities and lives left to rebuild from rubble. But when you ask Freshta Kareem what she thinks of when she thinks of her home country, she'll tell you love. Love as big and as far-reaching as Afghanistan's mountains. And it's this love that has driven her to found and lead an organization called Charmags, where they take hope to these communities in the form of books and educational activities for children. And they do so by arriving in mobile libraries, buses that have been converted to create a safe space for these kids to learn, to wonder, read, question, and dream. Join me now as Freshta Kareem joins us from Kabul, Afghanistan, for this encouraging conversation as she and the team at Charmag's Mobile Libraries seek to change the world one page at a time. This is where adventure meets purpose, where we get to know those who live life beyond status quo. My name is Adam Asher, and this is the Edge of Adventure podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Edge of Adventure. My name is Adam Asher, and we have a very special guest today from a very special part of the world joining us from Kabul, Afghanistan, is Freshta Karim, and she is joining us from a very special project, Charmag's Mobile Libraries. Freshta, did I say it anywhere close to accurate? It's absolutely accurate, Adam. Good job. Well, thank you so much, Freshta, for joining the program. So tell us about Charmag's Mobile Libraries. Thank you, Adam, for having me. We started Charmag's Library three years back. Charmag is a Persian word which means walnuts, and we have chosen this name because we work for critical thinking. So the idea behind these libraries are to promote critical thinking among children. Because from the kind of education system that we come, critical thinking is discouraged in our education system. And that's why we thought that in our libraries, we should promote that. Right now, we started three years back by turning old public buses to the libraries, starting with one library, and now we have five libraries. And each day, around 400 children visit our libraries and read, think, make handicrafts, question, watch videos and movies. And uh, we have librarians assisting them. That's basically what we do in Kabul. Freshta, where did you get this idea? Why is this your particular calling? Afghanistan is a very young country. Most half of our population is just below 14 years old. And all our country has suffered so much war and has such a high poverty level. To my understanding, what can help our country, what can help citizens of this country to be more empowered is through education, through being allowed to ask the questions from themselves, from others, to find meaning for themselves, to be able to ask those important questions from themselves and be able to create things. And that's why I thought that working with children is specifically and especially extremely important. Their population is huge. The work done for them has been really limited. And 
especially in critical thinking area, there has been wise lesser words. So I thought, let's do something that no one else is really thinking about it. This is The Edge of Adventure, and we are talking today with Freshta Karim. She is the founder and director at Sharmag's Mobile Libraries in Afghanistan. And she's coming to us today live from Kabul. Freshta, tell me about your history. Where did you grow up? I grew up. Uh, I was born in 1992, just when the when the civil war in Afghanistan started. I went to Pakistan with my family. Then I came back to Kabul. I studied in a public school in Afghanistan until I finished my school. But when I was 12 or 13 years old, I started working for our national TV channel for the children program. I started reporting the challenges that children are facing and started interviewing government officials and trying to be a platform for children to raise their concerns, their voice, give them, in fact, a voice, until I was 17. And then when I finished my school, I went to India through a scholarship. I studied public, I studied political science in my undergraduate. I came back to Afghanistan. I worked with national and international organizations. I traveled to the most rural areas of my country to understand really what my country is about because I was growing up in the capital of my country. So I wanted to explore it. I also started working with the government for a while with the president, Afghanistan's president's office. I went to Oxford. I got a scholarship to study at the University of Oxford, the Blavatnik School of Government, for a year for my master's degree. I finished that. I came back to Afghanistan. I again worked at the president's office. But this time, as I was working at the president's office, a highly political place, I realized that, no, for change to come, Maybe politics is not the center. Maybe citizens are the center. Maybe we should have politically aware citizens. Maybe we should give platforms for children. Maybe I should work at the grassroots level. So I left my job at the president's office, and I started my NGO, which works with children. It's been three years that I'm focusing on that. That's my journey. Freshta Karim is the founder and director at Sharmag's Mobile Libraries. In Afghanistan, a very creative and innovative idea as she helps to serve the children in all these many communities, hence the fact that this is a mobile library. Freshta, tell us about Afghanistan. This is a country for many reasons for many years that's been in the news, and I think consequently people around the world have different perspectives of what life and what culture in Afghanistan is. And I would imagine in many cases, it's not accurate. And I would love to hear your description of Afghanistan. Who are the people of Afghanistan, the culture of Afghanistan? Take us there briefly. Sure. I do understand that Afghanistan has been there on the news, not for happy reasons, often for bad news, often for news of people suffering war and terrorism. But to me, Afghanistan is simply love. I think of Afghanistan and I think of love. When I think of Afghanistan, my heart expands and grows as big as mountains of my country. It's a beautiful country with a lot of mountains with a beautiful nature and kind people. I have traveled across my country and I realized that our people 
are extremely hardworking, kind, and the little opportunities that they get, they use it in ways that amazes me, especially the children of the country. I work for them, and I every day, every day I feel like I am living my life to its fullest because I can see that the little opportunities we give them through our libraries, what they make of it, how many books children read, how, read how they see it. In fact, today I had gone to one of the schools to take feedback from children on the libraries, to ask them how do they like our libraries. And I was amazed that all these children are so excited about the library. So I think about countries, I feel like no country in this world or no culture, no people in this world is, is bad or inferior or anything like that. It's just that how we try to see them for political reasons, for many political reasons, Afghanistan is seen the way it is, for many, Politicians across the world and even politicians of Afghanistan have made wrong decisions for the humanity. And I hope that someday, that's why I work for children, because I feel kindness and love should be promoted from childhood. So when we grow up and we become politicians, no matter if you're an American politician or you're an Afghan politician, we have that love, not just for our own people, but the people who are living really far from us. We should have love for them. I do not understand how how if an American or someone in Africa is in pain and I have a power to make a decision, how could I think that my, it's important for me to save my national interest? I really want our children, our future generation, our current generations to answer this question. What is really national interest? What is nationality? What is nation? How can we not feel pain if someone in other parts of the world is in pain? And maybe because of our decisions. So I think these are some of the things that are part of my question, part of my, my dream for a world where we have politicians who do not think about their national interests, they think about global interests. This is a very special edition of the Edge of Adventure. Again, my name is Adam Asher, and my guest today is Freshta Karim. She's the founder and director at Sharmag's Mobile Libraries. And if you're watching the video version of the podcast, which I encourage you to do so, you're going to get the privilege of seeing some photos here momentarily as I share from their archives, photos to kind of walk everybody through and give you a visual as to what a wonderful thing is, is happening through Sharmag's Mobile Libraries. Freshta, thank you for sharing that. Your heart for your country and your people shines through. Absolutely, your country has been caught in the middle of so many things for so many years. Here on this program, of course, our focus is always on the people and on the people helping the people. And that's where you come in, Freshta, because you've got this heart to make a difference and help the people, help your country, help the, the different communities by starting with these wonderful kids. So as I show some pictures now, Freshta, what I would love to hear from you are the stories of the difference being made. When you take this mobile library out into the communities of Afghanistan, what is it like? Help us go with you on those trips out. Sure, Adam. So the mobile libraries are old public buses turned to these wonderful, colorful libraries with exterior colorful designs and interior of it using beautiful Afghan carpets and chairs, friendly designs for children. Every morning at early hours of rush hours of Kabul, we start our libraries, go on different streets of Kabul. And the moment children see our libraries, 
whatever they're doing, they leave their work, they start running, tens of them running quickly to the libraries, taking the books, reading it. Because in Kabul, we are, we are one of the few children libraries. There are limited children libraries. The public schools also do not have libraries. Many, many of them do not have libraries. The few of them who are adding libraries, they are closed because they think that children will destroy the books. And when our libraries go, it, it opens that door for children. Children enter the libraries, they read different books. What you are seeing is a picture of one of the awards that I have received from the Civil Society of Afghanistan appreciating our work. But every day of my work in Afghanistan is an award because every child who enters there, the smile we see, the eye-opening, they, they feel so enlightened reading those books, they enjoy so much that I feel that every day is an award. We also focus a lot on our organizational development. What picture you're seeing is the process of financial auditing because we take our funds from Afghan private sector, from individual citizens across the world through online crowdfunding, and then we try to report them back. So these are our auditors trying to audit and ensure our financial transparency. Fresh to Kareem is my guest today here on The Edge of Adventure, joining us from Kabul, Afghanistan, and Charmag's mobile libraries. Again, you said the translation. So if I were to translate the word Charmag's into English, that word means walnut? That's right. It means walnut. And the significance of the word walnut is what? The word walnut is having a shape of a brain. And because we work on critical thinking, which is a lot about being logical, discussing, talking, debating. So that's why we put the name walnut and it's extremely creative name. It's very simple. It sends our message, but also creates a lot of excitement. Because for many children, it's a question. They're like, why have you put it walnut? Then we, are, we, we let them ask those questions and answer it for them. We wanted to be creative, so we came up with that name. I also understand, Freshta, from some research that I've done, that, what, approximately 60% of the staff that works with you are women. Is that correct? Yes, as you can see in the pictures, these are our staff. Uh, we also have a psychologist who gives them a lot of training on children's psychology and children's rights because we want to take the things absolutely right when we are going to children. Over 60% of our colleagues are women and most in the decisions making, including myself as the director of the organization, but also in different layers of the organization, 60% of them are women. We need to start the change from us, from ourselves. We want to be a model for children. What is the reaction that you've seen from the children who perhaps for the first time or one of the few times in their lives, they've been able to have access to books like this. So what kind of reaction do you get from the kids? About reaction of children, when we went on the streets of Kabul, our library, when we just launched it, it went so viral that we started receiving a lot of letters from different schools of Kabul, children asking us that we should come to their school. And we were so we were in this trouble. We didn't understand which school to go because the demand was so high. Children were writing letters, asking us. And many children's reaction, the moment they enter, the first question is, how long can we stay? When are you coming back? Please come back soon. Please bring new books. Please stay longer in our community. So these are some of the reactions that you get from children. 
what are some of the greatest challenges that you're currently facing? Challenges. I think the biggest challenge is security. How should one work in a city which has explosions every now and then, which is in the middle of a peace negotiation? You're living in a lot of mental distress. And I think it's, it's impacting all our staff, but it's also making us so much resilient because we understand that at difficult times like this, children need us the most because we are an escape place for them. When their parents are panicking about the security situation, everyone is panicking. We go in this happy library, which doesn't talk about negative things. It allows children to live their childhood. And how important that is that these beautiful kids get the chance to live their childhoods. Okay, a couple of just factual type items. How many buses are we talking? I looked at one of those buses. I mean, these are substantial. These are large. You're able to, to I guess, carry quite a few books. But I'm thinking, how many buses, how many books per bus, that sort of thing? We have five buses right now. Four of them are libraries. And one of them is a creativity house or a mobile educational cinema where children can come. They watch videos through a projector. It's to a cinema for them and after that they create their things they, they play handicraft they do a lot of painting they do a lot of creative work but in four other libraries they read books and also we play a lot of mental health games with them a lot of games on critical thinking with them we have we are trying to establish a kind of curriculum for them and uh, in each of our buses we have more than 400 books so whatever book is produced in Kobo on children, we have it in our libraries. We have contracts with all book publishers, and we immediately bring it. And every day since our establishment, it's been three years, and we have visited more than we have had more than two hundred thousand visits in past three years. What would you say the impact of so many visits from so many kids? What's the impact that is taking place? I think. Getting children to have the habit of reading, I think they establish that habit of reading. Uh, more than 30% of our children who are fourth graders are not able to comprehend a simple paragraph, which is at the level of grade two students. It means that we are challenged, our children are going to school, but they are not able to become literate. We are having a huge challenge of literacy, and our library is trying to uh, help the schools by having giving this opportunity for children to read books and improve their literacy level. So that is having a huge, we are having a huge impact on literacy, we are having a huge impact on building the culture of book reading for children, also a culture of group work through our mental health games, through critical thinking. So those are some of the impacts. And with education, the impact is not appearing now. The impact of education will be appearing in some in years later, when these children will grow up, when these children will have the habit of reading, when these children will have a significantly better mental health than the children who are not receiving our intervention. My guest today here on The Edge of Adventure is Freshta Karim. She's the founder and director at Charmag's Mobile Libraries in Afghanistan. She's joining us from Kabul. You can look them up online and the website is on the screen. If you're able to watch the video version of this program, you'll see it there spelled out charmogs.org, charmogs.org. And for those of you listening to the audio version or catching it on the radio, let me spell it for you. That's C-H-A-R-M-A-G-H 
Z. Or you can go to theedgeofadventure.com and we'll have all the links there as well so you can connect with this wonderful organization. Fresh, um, what is the hard part about this for you? Another way to look at it is what, what about what you see when you look out into culture and you look out at the challenges that are that are out there, the things that you guys are facing, this the situation. What is it that is heartbreaking? I think, to be honest, Adam, I don't feel anything to be heartbroken. These are all challenges that we are having. We do have challenges. But then one thing is there, that when you love something, Every challenge, even if they are so big, it looks small to you because the power of love is so huge and so big and so powerful that you know that these challenges, you can solve it because you know that power is with you. And I think that love is felt because we, 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 we kind of release that, that feeling to the world, to the universe, so we can see that love coming from our people, coming from global citizens. Every year we get donations from people from across the world we also released that feeling of love and we found you, you found us to interview us. So all those things are, are there. But I think what breaks my heart sometimes is that the security situation in my country, we are living in really tough times. It feels like there's so much of political instability. We don't know what will happen with peace negotiations. In fact, today when I went to the libraries, I was asking myself, can we continue these libraries in the coming months? Or will something happen? Will a war happen? But I also want to believe in humanity. I want to believe that citizens of this world, wherever they are, should not let any country go in war. We have a power. Every one of us should do something to avoid war in this world, whether it's in Yemen, whether it's in Iraq, whether it's in Afghanistan, because every people in this world deserves opportunity. Their politicians do whatever wrong they do. And our politicians of the most powerful countries also do many wrong things. But I think we as citizens, we should stand by humanity. And I think that's my biggest key. Well, I think you've already answered this question, kind of, but I'm going to give you a chance to expound on it. What is the most encouraging piece that you see? What is the the piece of when you, when you look out over what... Charmag's mobile libraries is doing and the, the children and what is it that keeps you going personally that encourages you? I think uh, what keeps me going is children because I find them people who are so courageous and so creative. In fact, their parents do. They love and excitement that they bring to the libraries with the energy that they give books. In a country that politicians are so disappointed with, world is so disappointed with, oh, we don't know if peace will come or not, what will future be like. All these children, I have never found any disappointed child. I always see children with so much hope. They always have an answer on what, what they want to be in the future. And I think their energy and hope gives me a lot of hope for future. I feel like I have a huge sense of responsibility towards them. But I also realize that they have so much power. They are children, they are below 18 years old, but they have so much power even right now to contribute to the society. And I think by the mere fact that they are studying, they are working hard, they are contributing a lot to make a better future for themselves. Firsta Kareem is the founder and director at Charmak's Mobile Libraries. She's joining us today from Kabul, Afghanistan. Freshta, how can we help I think I would request everyone, the audience, to support us. 
donate to Charmath. If they want to volunteer, volunteer with us, work with us. Uh, these are the two things that we have. And rest of it, I think we already have your love and we are on this mission, in this lovely mission, we are working for it. Uh, we are full of love and we are sending love to your audience too. Charmogs.org is the website, charmogs.org. Almost like the word, well, it is the word charm, then A-G-H-Z. So if you're listening to the audio version, it's the word charm, A-G-H-Z dot O-R-G. It's so simple, really. I mean, the idea is so simple. Can simple ideas like this have a big impact, Freshta? seems like they are. That's true, Adam. Sometimes the biggest impact comes from simple ideas. We don't sometimes need technology. We need the simplest thing, but we need to consistently do it. We need to believe in it, in the idea. We need to believe in it, and we need to do it in the most perfect way that we can do. And that's how the change happens. Freshta here on this program, The Edge of Adventure. I tell people that I believe personally that there's kind of, for many of us, there's a point in our life where we have to make a decision to push past our daily routine, to push past the things that have been holding us back. And I sort of think of that as the edge, right? That's the edge of adventure. And real adventure starts when you're brave and you you leave the daily routine and you launch out there and you decide to do something big. And I, um, I think that's what you've done. So I want to ask you something as we close the program here. Speak to bravery because we have in life a lot of things we fear. We have in life things we can choose to fear or choose to conquer, right? I know you know a thing or two about bravery, but I would like you to tell the audience and encourage us today to face our fears and to be brave. Adam, I think a lot about fears. As someone living in a country where there is such a possibility. Eight months before, I lost a white close friend of mine, just 23 years old, in an explosion in Kabul. So for us, fear is so real. It's actually a, a fear of losing your life. And then there are so many other fears. I realized that the world, the entire world is designed in a way that it makes us fearful of so many things, fearful of judgment, fear of losing, fearful of not having, and much more. But the moment we step out of those fears and we think that I should be a free person, free person of my own fears, that is the moment of liberation. And I think every one of us deserves to be free. That's one important aspect of our life. When we are free, that is the moment that we use our full potential as humans. I often think, what is the purpose of our life? Why are we here? Maybe we are here to use our full potential. Maybe we are here to live in the moment. And when we are having fear, we are not living in that moment. So a moment of liberation is when we free ourselves from fears created in this world. And I encourage everyone to do it. Also something very important that uh, that this struggle between fear and freedom is always there. Some moments we succeed, we experience that moment of liberation. There are so many moments that we fail. What's important is that we keep trying to be free people, uh, free of our own fear. That's what I would say. Such words of wisdom from Freshta Karim, the founder and director at Charmog's Mobile Libraries in Afghanistan. She's been uh, on the program today, joining us live from Kabul, Afghanistan. What a privilege. What an honor. 
I was looking forward to this, Freshta, because, I mean, this is such a fascinating idea. And we love to help tell the audience about these wonderful organizations, creative, innovative, different type organizations, too, that are doing things maybe the rest of us never even thought of, like you've done. And you have a very special calling. Hearing you speak and hearing the passion, the positivity, the love, and this maturity that you have, it's... Uh, has turned out to be a very valuable program. I know not just for me, but for the listeners as well. So thank you for taking the time. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for being brave. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adam, for giving me this platform uh, to share my feelings, to share my experience, and to receive love of you and your audience. I feel so privileged talking to you all. Well, thank you so much, Freshta. I um, wish you all the best. We will certainly be in touch as we follow the future success of Charmag's mobile libraries in Afghanistan. And I would like to encourage right now, this is me as we wrap the program, me asking everybody who's listening, please reach out to Freshta and encourage her. Check out the website, reach out to them, let them know you saw the program, that you're encouraged by what she's doing. If you can help in some other way, if you can make a donation or something like that. Please do. That would mean a lot to them, I'm sure. But in the very least, please contact them and just make the connection so that they know that you're there. You appreciate what they do and you see them. You see what they're doing. I know that she has a, a positive outlook. And she. I asked her, I said, are there any challenges? And you, Freshta basically said, look, the challenges don't matter. What matters is what a wonderful difference this is making. And that's so positive. But I know she's got challenges, too. She's got the good days and bad days. Help encourage her and help stand with this fantastic organization, Charmogs Mobile Libraries. And you can look them up at charmogs.org. That's charmogs.org. That is spelled C-H-A-R-M-A-G-H-Z, charmogs.org. Wow, Fresha, great conversation great organization. Thank you for what you do. Thank you so much, Adam. I have so much joy sharing this moment with you. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Adam Asher, and you've been listening to the Edge of Adventure podcast. To learn more, log on to theedgeofadventure.com. And while you're there, check out the video series where we go off the grid to discover some of the great things people are doing all around the globe to make the world a better place. I call it my search for adventure and purpose. You'll find us on social media too. Just look for the hashtag, The Edge of Adventure. Thanks for joining us. Always great to have you with us as together we aim to live life for something bigger than ourselves. This is The Edge of Adventure, where we go beyond status quo. Beyond status quo.